good people peace see how you feeling today i feel good today sun is shining feels feels good how are you feeling i am feeling rewarded rewarded yeah i love that thank you all for tuning in to another episode of soul affirmations with felicia and kariga with kariga and felicia and most importantly you the listener on the black love podcast network yeah yeah <laughs> now today today is beautiful sun shining so like a light breeze I see the trees and the leaves dancing mm-hmm. you know I call that them giving their praise but yeah I just feel rewarded in the stride of the hard work the sacrifices yeah I'm I'm seeing kind of like a return on the investment mm. so it just feels good to have kept on keeping on mm-hmm. long enough to get to this point mm. I love that thank you for sharing that as a reminder for us to keep on keeping on. Man. It can be hard keeping L- on, staying consistent, keep doing what you're doing, especially if you're not seeing the rewards right away. Yeah. Whether it's the rewards or it's just the the course of keeping on and and all the other things life does while you are attending to your goal or the accountability or the practice. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean life in other areas stops. Mm-hmm. It's your ability to stay fast into that task or that thought or that idea mm-hmm. while everything else is happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I receive that. Well, we could start with an affirmation. You got one for us. I do have one for us, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a little little story before I select the affirmation because they're connected. I shared with you, but I want to share with our listeners that. I had an interaction with a a gentleman at the grocery store. I was going to the grocery store to pick up some groceries at the end of the day, you know, to do do some cooking. And I had on my gym clothes with the expectation that I was going to make it to the gym that day. Well, I did not make it to the gym that day, even though. But, you know, sometimes I just put on the clothes just to as the incentive, like, all right, I got them on. So whenever I have the free time, I'm gonna just go. Mm-hmm. And. This particular day, I didn't make it. Um, cooking had gotten away, but that's okay. I made it to the store. And um, I remember seeing a gentleman who looked like he had come from the gym. He obviously has been working out. Yeah, I could see it in his posture. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know how y'all be looking after y'all lift? Y'all, y'all shoulders be back and a little wider. What is this y'all look <laughs> how y'all lift? Kareem know what I'm talking about. He he does this all the time. Plus, I mean, you have really good upper body strength. So I know you know what I'm talking about. But aside from that, I I could pay attention and see that this gentleman had just came from the gym. He was standing in the checkout line behind me, but then my line must have been moving too slow. He moved to another line. All good. I check out. I go to my car and I see that same gentleman approaching me because his car is parked next to mine and I'm putting stuff in the car and he says did you make it to the gym today and I say to him no uh actually I didn't and he was like why not and I was like man I just a lot of stuff happened today 
And then um, I didn't think any much more of the conversation, you know, with small talk. And um, I proceeded to pack my things so I could hop in the car and get up out of there. And as I was pushing the cart back, he asked me, do you have daughters? And I say, yeah, I have, I have daughters. And he said, I just lost my daughter last week. And I was just so blown away that he decided to share that with me. I do not know this man. Whoa. And he created room for him to be able to say something that he needed to say. And right away, he showed me the tattoo of her on his uh, forearm. And I said, man, I'm so happy you said something to me. And I showed him my tattoo on my forearm of Kamayu. And I said, I also lost my firstborn daughter. And he was like, wow. And I said, man, I'm so happy you spoke to me. He said, yeah, I'm, you know, on the outside, it doesn't look like I'm going through it, but I'm going through it on the inside, right? Mm-hmm. I told you what he looked like to me in the store, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. he's telling me, he made room to tell me that he's going through Whoa. it. And for a couple of minutes, we just talked and we connected in a lot of ways in that short time, um, just the experience of uh, words that don't land Right. You know, mm-hmm. and um, being angry and, you know, all of the um, symptoms of grief, mm-hmm. I'll name it it's symptoms of grief when you're experiencing the loss of anyone, but particularly with the child. And he shared with me how he was responsible for the cremation and how he took pride in that because that was his baby. He was going to do that. And I told him, like, I understand everything that you're saying mm-hmm. as a parent. And I said, listen, I want to connect you with my husband and I told him about the men's fellowship group Mm -hmm. and we exchanged information and I'm also going to be giving him my book for the mother of his child that he lost. So Mm -hmm. I share that story because the affirmation that I'm choosing to focus on today, I feel like this gentleman did just that in that moment, in that time span that he and I were standing outside and he, and it reads on page 80 of my book, I speak to find the wisdom that is there. I speak to understand more about myself and what I'm feeling. I speak to allow my feelings to be true. I speak to resolve what's conflicting inside. I'm speaking for my wellness. I'm speaking as an act of self-love. Whoa. What page is that? This is on page 80. Can I hear it one more time? Yeah. I speak to find the wisdom that is there. Mm -hmm. I speak to understand more about myself Mm -hmm. and what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I speak to allow my feelings to be true. I speak to resolve what's conflicting inside. I'm speaking for my wellness. I'm speaking as an act of self-love. And one part I like in particular about this affirmation, the I speak to resolve what's conflicting inside. What I mean by that is there's a wrestling that sometimes happens when you're out in in spaces outside of the comfort of your home where someone may ask you about how many children you have and you wrestle with telling them what they can see in front of them or what is true for you. Mm-hmm. You wrestle with, yeah, telling them like actually what is currently happening. So am I going to say what's happening or am I going to say what I know might make you most comfortable. So just being able to be honest with self, to me, that is a form of wellness and an act of self-love. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
it's whether what's easy for them or what's just convenient for mm. what you perceive in the moment. Yeah. Right. Um, not being aware of how much time we have for me to be able to disclose to you the fullness of my truth. Mm-hmm. Right. But a number of things stick out to me. Um, I have so many feelings right now, apart from the affirmation mm-hmm. and how beautiful it is and the invitation it creates. Another part of what I'm feeling is this, this wonder of what created the conditions for him to speak that right. to you in that moment. <laughs> right. Other than, I know that beyond us, beyond the world that we can see in our physical, there's a whole host of ancestors working on our behalf. Mm-hmm. And there's no such coincidence that could cause that interaction to happen. Right? It's deeper than coincidence. Mm-hmm. Or that is, coincidence is okay as a term to use because coincidence begs us to ask the question, what makes it coincide? <laughs> What is causing these two occurrences to coincide? Mm -hmm. And that leads us to greater revelation. So I'm so glad he said something. And admittedly, my brain is still at the beginning of the story of (laughs) why you were dressed for the gym and just didn't make it. (laughs) I, I mean, and I have grace for you and for anybody else who's trying, but especially mothers and parents of toddlers. You can have plans and they can change your plans immediately. My plans change every day. <laughs> but there's something there. You still got to get up and get to it. Okay, We're not letting you off the hook on that one. So if you're going to get dressed, go get to it. <laughs> but I will say that perhaps the dividend on those fitness clothes, that conversation has paid much more uh, self-love mm. than the workout that day. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine you missing him yeah. and missing that opportunity to connect because you were otherwise at the gym. But shout out to him for asking you, did you go? <laughs> so we're going to get Fee in there. Yeah. But I'm also so deeply touched at the truth you two shared. And I'm so deeply touched that you all had the courage to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. I love when a corner or a parking lot or a pat, uh, Otherwise, passerby moment Mm -hmm. turns into a sacred moment. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like it doesn't matter what the location is. When it is time, it is time. Yeah. And I, I take a deep breath to acknowledge what is happening on our behalf that we can't see. Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and the people behind them, and encouraging them to thrive. And the best way Fee and I show up for our community is by being our fullest selves. Understanding more about myself and about my wellness helps feed my inner glow. For me, that's journaling or sitting outside in my garden and just being. And it looks different every day, but it allows me to recharge. Those intentional moments of self-care allow me to show up for others. And being there for others is foundational to our practice. Connecting with other angel parents, with other people on their journey with grief has been an immeasurable story of love. And we love how our community has poured into us. Community support is everything. And Target understands what it means to invest, uplift and celebrate community. Learn more at Target.com backslash Black Beyond Measure. 
you know, for the other day, I was in a conversation with Dr. Latson Billings. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about our time, how we met, mm-hmm. what brought us back in each other's company, how life has changed for the both of us so differently since then. And while I like to believe in the anecdote of a full circle moment, for me, what I'm finding in this season is that I haven't seen the full circle yet. So much of my losses are unresolved. Hmm. But there are occurrences like the one you had with that gentleman in the store. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation we had with Dr. Latson Billings. Mm-hmm. That give me the faith to keep walking far enough to see if that circle is going to be a complete circle moment. So there are indicators for me to keep walking on the path. Mm. I don't know the circumference of the circle. Mm-hmm. So I can get very fatigued. Mm-hmm. There are some parts of a curve that feel like it's never going to end. If anybody's ever run the 200, <laughs> right? It's when you run around that curve, it all it just all feels like, when is this going to stop? Mm-hmm. I know. But um, I'm finding the faith to keep going forward to see when that circle is going to be a full circle moment and it's occurrences like the one you had in the store that tell me one day the circle is going to make sense mm. it's occurrences like the conversations we have at the shows that make me think about having the faith to keep going hmm. I've been investigating the idea the scripture the principle right mm. what our faith tells us that all things are working for our good I have so many unresolved losses that the only way, the only way it could ever be possible that anything was working for my good is if I go far enough Hmm. to see how it has impacted my journey. And I think about the distance that we have traveled and how long we've been angel parents And that's still our child. Like that's still his child. Mm -hmm. We mourn that we don't get to spend time together on this realm, but that's still our child. Right. I still have pride about that being my baby girl. And somewhere along the line, those two children, though different ages, cause their parents to intersect. (laughs) And for me, that is an indicator of working for my good. Wow. Because when you said I speak, as an act of self-love, I'm speaking for my wellness. To me, that is as consistent with that sentence as I've ever seen. Hmm. And the children gave you both an opportunity to speak for your wellness and as an act of self-love. And although the act of self-love that you intended to participate in was going to the gym, <laughs> you still got to love yourself because your intention was to love yourself. Wow. It was just a different invitation to love yourself. <laughs> and it was a sweet one because it included you showing your Kamayu soul tattoo and talking to another angel parent. To me, that is evidence of things working together for my good. Mm-hmm. Because that could have been another day of unresolved conversations, of unresolved conflict inside. Yep. 
where I might have been the only safe space for you to talk to. But Lord knows how much Kamali let you and I speak these days. <laughs> right. We got to wait till she goes to bed to have our conversations. And but, even then we whisper. So <laughs> there is a lot that's happening for me inside this affirmation. There's a lot for me that's happening inside the antidote that you gave us in the beginning. And it, and it continues. I'm, I'm developing the endurance and the faith to keep walking, to see when it becomes full circle. Man, that is so powerful. I'm listening to you, Rhea, and I really love how you zoom out and are able to practice that habit of mind um, because faith can be such a struggle for me still, right? For the reasons that you named. Mm-hmm. Um, things are very much unresolved. Mm-hmm. Um, they have not come full circle for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they ever really will, right? Like, I think sometimes I become comfortable with knowing like oh, it's just not going to ever come full circle. But choosing to look at these occurrences and see them for much more than what they are on the surface as invitations from our loved ones to, to nurture the relationship, mm-hmm. to care Uh, to care for them, to show up as their parent, like seeing these opportunities as reminders, like Mm -hmm. to keep going Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is so powerful. I think like you have provided like a blueprint for those to just keep going. Like you named what that can look like cognitively. Truthfully, because it didn't happen yesterday. Right. So, if, if I have an experience today that hadn't happened yesterday, mm-hmm. my goal is to see how far I must go again before I have a similar experience, right? Mm. So I keep going. These are the rewards that I'm talking about. So I keep going. I think about the, the idea that you said, I wonder if it's ever going to be full circle. To me, that sounds exactly like what faith is. Faith isn't us getting to say how it ends. Faith mm. is the question. And the pursuit. The thing is, I pursue. I pursue. I pursue God. I pursue an inquiry. I pursue. I pursue what I can't answer. It can only be experienced. Hmm. So I just keep pursuing because it, it doesn't make sense still. But somehow I have been awarded another day. The days used to feel like consequences and punishment. Mm-hmm. But the days for me now are rewards to go further, to believe deeper. Another day to say Kamayu's name. Hmm. Another day to keep going. So they're not punishments, they're rewards now. And if another day gives me anything like this, what a reframe. Give me another day then. Give us this day our daily bread. I'll take another day. And in this next day, Perhaps I get to have an experience. Hmm. Perhaps I hear a word. And if none of those things occur, it is another day in the forward direction of measuring my love for my child. Mm -hmm. So that love has grown Mm -hmm. differently than it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. I want my love for Kamayu to be immeasurable. 
And I can only do that with daily deposits. Mm -hmm. It's not all of a sudden. Any transformation is about the daily deposits. The whole reason why we have the affirmations is to inform the habits of mind. The habits of mind inform how we can think, be, experience, and reframe when we have the tools to do so. Mm -hmm. That gentleman had the tool or at least the the desire to say something. Mm -hmm. You had the ears to hear it and receive it. Mm -hmm. You knew that it wasn't just a, a random occurrence that made him ask, do you have daughters? And why would he say daughters? Yeah. This work, the work of loving more abundantly, whatever your work is, but for me, there is no work that I'm able to do without my ancestors. Hmm. I can't do this work without them. I'm not supposed to do this work without them. Mm. I am not flying this plane all by myself. There are things happening that I cannot see that are part of a circle that somebody else didn't get to see close either. And they are rooting for us to go forward enough so that one day it can become a full circle moment. Let me give you this. Mm. You asked me how was I feeling? I said rewarded. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So... Sunday, just recently I had a show in San Francisco. It was at a brick and mortar. I popped out as a guest uh, for a brother named Money Hill Casino. Just, let's just say that again because that sounds fly. I do. <laughs> Money, Money Hill Casino. Money Hill Casino. <laughs> right. We met on social media. Mm -hmm. And we began paying attention to each other's work. And the verses that he would share were just not, they weren't entertainment. Yeah. They were like a truth if I've ever heard a black man tell it mm. from his lived experiences. Mm -hmm. So let me give you our context. It's East Oakland. And uh, he asked me to pop out for the show as a special guest on the show. And I did a set. And in that set, one of the things that... um the brothers told me when they was watching, because I didn't know anybody in the audience. I knew like two people. Mm -hmm. When we performed Proverbs 31, a few people recognized like, oh, that's bruh. Like I know the song. Mm -hmm. But they also remarked at how I showed up with my family. Mm. And then I performed another record, right? Performed another record, right? It was Every Nigga Deserves Love, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've been wanting to perform this record for a room that looks that that looks like that, that feels like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And well, it, it has. Let's be clear. It has. It has two invitations. Okay. Right. This is um, one of my favorite songs, by the way. <laughs> well, when I say I love my niggas, I love that title. It speaks to the the mission, mm -hmm. but a broader, more inclusive title is every nigga deserves love because whether you whether we know each other or not you still deserve that love mm -hmm. fast forward i perform this record and i'm able to start looking into brother's eyes it is the head nods are getting like slower and concise and i can make eye contact and it feels like how am i able to look into this many people's eyes at a show mm -hmm. and what was really powerful in that moment a brother came up to me and he was like, bro, that that touched me, mm -hmm. that moved me. And in that set, 
I gave everybody an invitation to the men's wellness fellowship. Mm-hmm. And I brought flyers. Mm-hmm. I had books and flyers. <laughs> Y'all, this is a rap show. I had books and flyers. <laughs> I didn't have no music, no shirts, books and flyers, literature. And every book sold. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but what was more clear for me, every brother came and asked for a flyer. Wow. At the end of my set. So we just had the Men's Wellness Fellowship. Yeah. And about seven brothers from the concert came to the Men's Wellness Fellowship in Oakland. Wow. But I want to name one particular occurrence that really stood out to me. One brother says, man, I came to this and I was telling my uh, my lady last night, like, hey, bro, was powerful, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I feel like I know him from somewhere. And she teased him and was like, you always say that when you think you know somebody. <laughs> he's like, no, I think I know him for real. And this brother disclosed to me that I do know you. I was watching you when I was in the pen. Wow. So PBS aired when the waters get deep. And you <laughs> saw it from when he was behind the walls. Wow. He just came home one month ago. And within a month, he meets me. What? At a show. Gets a book. Comes to the Men's Wellness Fellowship with his book. <laughs> So I'm giving out copies at the Men's Wellness Fellowship. And he's like, oh, no, I got mine. (laughs) For me, it was another indicator that I will keep going. Mm. Let me be very clear. He learned of my story from behind the walls. And somehow within a month of being home, we are sharing physical space Hmm. twice. Hmm. Enough for him to tell me how much that film impacted him and how much my family has impacted him. I am still not fully processed that experience. It is still blessing me and still rewarding me. Hmm. He could have very easily have met me on the inside as a result of the anger and the grief and the retaliation mm-hmm. that encompassed me. And I can only imagine how many brothers are in there for the exact same thing. The principle and the culture that we learn mm-hmm. around our feelings and what we should do with them and what does respect look like mm-hmm. and what does it look like to ride for your loved ones. Mm-hmm. But we all have these, these handbooks that have been given to us that are missing pages. And the pages that I find that are missing are the ones that tell us that our grief is a love. Mm. And I'm finding that my grief is giving me the freedom to live so intentionally clear. There was a veil that was removed from me when we lost Kareem. Mm-hmm. There was another veil removed from me when Kamayu double transitioned. I don't need to go back to how my, my frame of reference used to be. Mm. I don't need to be the previous version of happy. Hmm. I'm going to persist and pursue until I find a new working model for me. But I can only go forward. I can't go backward. Sankofa tells us to go back and get it. And that is the remembrance. Mm -hmm. But we can't go back in time, but we have to go back and retrieve the knowledge. So when the affirmation says, I speak to find the wisdom that is inside, it is the practice, it's that oral tradition 
It is that habit of mind. It's that getting it out of your own head where you are the presenter, the audience, right? You hold all the seats in the house. So sometimes you have to say it out loud to allow another person to receive and or hear and or process so that ancestral wisdom can speak through. Mm. The reason why we say their names, right, is one, they say that they're only gone once we stop speaking their name. Mm -hmm. But two, we speak it because of the love we feel when we say it. When we say it. So much love. So we give ourselves room to say these things. And I find that it has been my grief that has been one of the most liberating experiences for me that frame how I show up to each day and why I speak the way I speak in any room I go into. Mm. If it ain't about love, it's not my business. <laughs> yes. So I find it deeply rewarding that the gentleman spoke to you at the store, mm -hmm. that this brother comes to the show and tells me, I seen when the waters get deep, mm -hmm. when I was behind the walls. Mm -hmm. To hear him pursue his own wellness, to prioritize where he wants to be in order to achieve that wellness, and then to show up to the Men's Wellness Fellowship. I feel rewarded. Yeah. I feel rewarded. Mm. For how deeply I love my people and I want my brothers to be well, I feel rewarded each time somebody makes a step in the direction to pursue their wellness, mm -hmm. to release the heavies. To allow somebody to help you pick up something heavy. Mm. I say it all the time in the workshops. A lot of us are strong enough to move a couch by ourselves. That don't mean that's the best way to move it. <laughs> and I also shared that uh, <laughs> I gave them a piece of a conversation around us assembling Kamali's Jeep. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is where it gets good. Oh, but we man. said it over and over again. The job that is ahead of us is so much more manageable when we have the right tools. Yeah. But without the right tools, it's almost an invitation to a conflict. Mm. But every conflict is an invitation to a resolution. Mm -hmm. But it only happens when you keep going. Mm. So the conflict does not mean that we have to shut down or this feeling is uncomfortable. Yes, it's uncomfortable. But on the other end of that conflict is your body, your wisdom, your internal waiting to reveal something to you. Mm -hmm. So I feel rewarded in the pursuit. I feel rewarded in the affirmation that you wrote all that time ago. That sounds like it's for us today. <laughs> no, really, that's special. Man, it's rewarding. Wow, Riga, I really enjoyed this conversation because it is a beautiful reminder of the practice of the reframe, but also like being able to see your circumstances today as evidence to keep going, mm -hmm. as reminders to keep going, as indicators of your faith as to why you should keep going. But I, I acknowledge that every day of faith hasn't felt rewarding. Even though these are things that I know, right? Mm -hmm. That I would much rather say her name every day than to stay in a place where I don't have access to her. 
it can, it, the will to do so can be hard, right? Because the weight of the grief is heavy, yeah. right? When, when juxtaposed with what you truly want, but it's the reminding and the remembering of what you have and how powerful that is. And it is the love. And I would not have been able to access this love by any other way. Right. So I have to respect that. Mm. But it is a work. It is a practice. And I think you very beautifully provided us with a blueprint of how to approach that reframe when you are looking at how I can keep going. Can I name it not a blueprint, but it's a pathway, a pathway. And that's what I mean, because when I say blueprint, like I look at like a like a logic model in my head. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like a syllabus. It's, <laughs> you know, you see a syllabus. I see a floor plan. That's, that's how funny. You see a floor plan. Mm -hmm. That's what, what that's what blueprints mean to me. I guess but, that makes sense. But with that, with, with the unit that being said, there's several ways to build this. <laughs> Okay. We just need the tools and the resources. Yes. But it's pathways mm -hmm. for the reframe and mm -hmm. pathways for the faith. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because each of us who have experienced loss in any dimension, it has weighed on the faith. Mm. But I am just, today I feel rewarded. Mm. And I'm going to let that be. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soul Affirmations with Kariga and Felicia. With Felicia and Kariga. <laughs> and most importantly, you, the listener on the Black Love Podcast Network. Yes. Thank you to our executive producers, Cody and Tommy Oliver. Mm -hmm. Thank you to our producer, Crystal Hill, and this community that continues to tune in from our family to yours. May we all love more abundantly. Peace. Peace.